Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Sports. Sports. Podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomaville. And joining us as always is the sports outsider, Phil Ranta. Happy fall, everybody. Yeah, that's right. We have a we have a themed show. A bit of, yep. a little bit of uh decorative gourds in we're the studio. Gonna, we're gonna talk turkey today. For uh, Thanksgiving, this is our yeah. Thanksgiving episode. Yeah, yeah. Thanksgiving well, we're ramping up. up to Thanksgiving. It's still a little bit away. Hey, right. we're ramping up. There's a lot of work to do on Thanksgiving. You're going to need time to prep. Yeah. This will help you out. And right. start singing Thanksgiving carols. <laughs> yes. Got to start going door to door. Turkey's great. Yeah. Let's have that, some stuff Turkey too. Turkey's great. Turkey Stuffy for me. Turkey on. for you. Remember Adam Sandler's turkey <laughs> yeah. song? No, I don't. Thanksgiving song. <laughs> There's a lot of Christmas songs out there, but not a lot of Thanksgiving songs. We should have That's 90s right. Adam Sandler back on. Yeah, we should, because I we, can't do it justice in the way that <laughs> the real 90s Adam Sandler can. We only used that time machine just the once to have yeah. 90s Adam Sandler Oh, I rebuilt it. Yeah, it was, oh, yeah. it's back. So yeah, it yeah. broke before we could kill baby Hitler. Right. I mean, I tried it out one time, and then I crashed before the birth of Christ. Um, and then a pterodactyl uh, came down and tried to attack me. But luckily, I had one more bit in it, and I came back, and I fixed it again. Uh, what, wait, what sound does a pterodactyl make when it's attacking? It sounds like this. Whoa, I'm a pterodactyl. <laughs> like that. LeBron James update, watch update. LeBron James update, watch update. Brought to you by... All the things that LeBron James sponsors. LeBron James endorses Kia. Subheadline. America's youth must make choice. Does this what make LeBron James lame or Kia cool? Sub sub headline. That question put too much stress on America's youth, and now they're snorting oxycotton. Oh, oh that's oh, how it happens. Oh no! I'm too stressed second. out. Who who is Kia, and what did she do to get LeBron James's attention like this? As you no doubt know, since 2009, <laughs> Kia is inexplicably the official automotive partner of the NBA. Oh, she worked for a car company? It is a car company, Joel. Oh, oh. <laughs> Just when you think Joel couldn't get any smarter, <laughs> he comes up with a, with a zinger like that. witty retort. Big like old that. zinger. Uh, however, beginning this year, Kia is also the official luxury vehicle of the NBA. Bullshit. Which, Wait, which means the South Korean automaker is getting serious about power windows. It's yeah. about time. That's a Detroit joke from 1979. <laughs> it works. <laughs> that, Asian automakers. Yeah. Hey, uh, King James will be shilling for the K900 with an MSRP of $59,900. Yeah. Kia's highest-end vehicle. Yes, Joel? Do you think they call the K900 the dog? Because it's got K9 in it? They don't. Riding the dog. <laughs> the dog hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so presumably this means that we're going to see all of the NBA players when they're out, you know, on the town driving around in Kias, right? Not well, like Cadillac Escalades or Mercedes or something. I, they've been the sponsor uh, for the NBA a while now, Kia. I, okay. And I don't think it's happened yet. What? But maybe LeBron. You never know. Yeah. The guy draws a lot of water. So how'd, how'd the biggest star of the NBA partner up with the second largest automaker on the Korean Peninsula? 
<laughs> well, uh, James had uh, had received a Kia for winning each of his four M- MVP awards, and he donated his cars to charity. James liked the look of the K900, so he asked his rep if Kia could send him one to drive around. Said a Kia representative, when LeBron James says he's interested in your luxury sedan, you're happy to leave a car with him. Right? Basically, the head of Kia Marketing woke up one morning as the smartest man in the company. Yeah. yeah. He got an email. Hey, LeBron wants a car. <gasps> Give it to him! Yeah. Hey, quick! What I, what I really love about that is LeBron could afford that. Very easy. Like, it's it's kind of like if somebody gives me a pencil and I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking this thing. Yeah, <laughs> right? Isn't that? Apparently, that's how it works, though. Once you have the money to buy anything you want, people will just give it to you. Boo shit. Uh, one doesn't really associate LeBron James and Kia. One might think uh, other luxury cars would be a more perfect fit. Uh, Cadillac, he's from the Midwest, and reports are that his hairline is receding. Oh. <laughs> Lexus, he's fundamentally sound and would appreciate their class-leading air conditioning. BMW, like all athletes, he's pretty much a douchebag. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but if James can help establish Kia as a competitive luxury car market, it speaks to his power as an endorser. This could become the, quote, LeBron car. <laughs> Data shows that pretty much nobody is buying this car, so that would be a positive. They just they sold 1,100 cars uh, so far of this. Uh, yeah. Uh, compared to uh, Mercedes selling uh, 43,000 of just one of its nameplates. Even if LeBron doesn't sh- sell the top-shelf stuff, Kia can benefit from a trickle-down effect. Kia Rep says if LeBron James can drive a $66,000 Kia, as his with a higher trim level cost, it's okay for someone else to drive the $18,000 one. Well, so, dang. so just to be clear, LeBron James, a guy who endorses all sorts of wildly successful products. Oh, yeah. Beats by Dre, in yeah. fact. This year, he's decided that he's going to endorse a like a younger up-and-coming Pro, you know, product one that one that's going to need help to sort of get to where it needs yeah. to be. He's like the big brothers and sisters of car companies. Yeah. LeBron James update, watch update. LeBron James update, watch update. Brought to you by all the things that LeBron James wants to clean. What's on the show today? Uh, well, we got uh, Tubby Tom Travers. Ah, the favorites. largest golfer on the PGA Tour. Yeah, absolutely. Very fat man. Uh, yeah, but he, you know, uh, uh, court-ordered, uh, doing some, some court-ordered <laughs> public service by trying to talk what to kids about What did he do? <laughs> there yeah, was, I think you're bearing the lead here. No, court-ordered. There was, there was <laughs> an unfortunate incident at a, at a home country buffet that uh, that I think we, we promised not to go into detail or to ask him about here in the podcast. What? It's it's why he's been doing all of this sort of locale work. No, he's oh dieting. I thought he's losing weight. He's, he's, he's losing he's, he's, weight. He's trying to lose the weight. The courts as well. ordered him to lose weight. <laughs> he was that fat. <laughs> no, but they they did order him again. It's, I can't go into any details. All I can say is that. It well, was, I hope that comes out in the interview. All yeah, right, it was, so he's here to talk about how to keep your diet strong he's through the holidays. He specifically yes, asked us not to talk about it. Yeah, but, all right, yeah. he won't, I'm sure he won't talk so, about it. Ho- holiday holiday dieting from Tubby Tom Travers. Yep. He's asked that we not call him Tubby anymore. Yeah. But it's, it's and then we've also right. got Patrick Brandenburg. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck, that are you horrible serious? piece he's, of shit. No, Who keeps guys, booking this guy? The, yeah, why not do me. we book? I keep booking him. He's one of the most respected journalists in the history why of this yeah. country. Why do we a fucking retainer? This is yeah. like a fucking waste of our time. Because he's got Pulitzer. Okay, he's terrible. Let's talk to him as little he's, as possible. He's going to talk to us. He's, he's in in uh, Detroit uh, where they're going to have the Thanksgiving Day game in, oh, in a couple God. weeks. He's here to talk to us a little bit about Detroit. Okay, yeah. All right, okay, I guess. All right. And do... 
Do we have a weird sportsman? You're goddamn right we do. Yeah, we have a weird sportsman and a brilliant journalist. And news, news, news. <laughs> news, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Ladies love football jerseys. Woo! Yeah, LL Cool football jersey. <laughs> right? Ladies love. <laughs> LLFJ. Dick Sporting Goods compiled a list of the leading NFL jersey sales state by state by women. Whoa. Okay, yeah. like, okay. This was interesting. Now, the results will surprise you, but that's only if you think of women as rational beings. <laughs> hey, we're getting into Jezebel article next week. Yeah, Yay! it's about time. I knew it was coming. <laughs> Uh, if you went to a public high school, you'd be able to guess that quarterbacks basically dominate this category. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Russell Wilson leads in four states. Tom Brady leads in uh, four states. Drew Brees leads in four states. Alabama, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Vermont. That's probably huh. also true for men. We should be clear. Yeah. yeah. Quarterbacks But I'd rather be sexist than men. clear. Right. The article notes, though, that Drew Brees over Tom Brady in Vermont Huge upset. That is a huge upset. Yeah. Tom Brady is the Vermont? Drew Brees? What possible connection could be driving that? Handsomeness. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Brady is the patriot for most of New England, except for the ladies of Maine, who are a hearty bunch, and they go decidedly for the not hearty Rob Gronkowski. He's, really? He's like the non-threatening, slightly overweight platonic guy friend you know who's not going to hit on you. Gronkowski is usually injured and thus can never disappoint you or break your heart. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. In another same team, different jersey situation, Illinois ladies go for Brandon Marshall. Well, <laughs> Not Iowa Cutler. lassies prefer the substantially whiter Jay Cutler. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Uh, the top-selling female jersey overall is Andrew Luck because Midwestern ladies love a guy from an elite academic institution with a great neck beard. Gives. In fairness, it's because the back of it says Luck, and that's another word. And that's probably that's like when you get yeah. the uh, the Asian uh, characters tattooed on you. Yeah, and they're like, "This one means Luck, and this one means Water." Like it's because oh, it says luck. luck Water. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I will say this: this gives a whole new meaning to suck for Luck, right? Yeah. Okay, that was over the line. <laughs> no, because that's what they... That was over the line. Yeah. Market zero. Cowboys tight end Jason Witten leads Texas, but Tony Romo leads in Alaska, which I think has to be tied to extreme seasonal depression. I don't know. Yeah, it's got else... to be roughnecks. I think they all think that they're wearing a jersey for Tony Roma's and yeah. their delicious ribs. Isn't you... you... <laughs> Call back to the first episode <laughs> of Sports 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 Podcast. We we have not yet gotten to the the, the one that caught my eye more than any others. Oh yeah, you know oh, oh Heath Miller. Yes, Heath Miller in North Dakota How? and uh, one other state, Arkansas. Wait, in Arkansas too? Yes, he led in two states. He's not even a good tight end. I don't get that at all. Maybe it's the hair. Maybe, but also like North Dakota. I don't know. It was just bizarre to me. I think I think in states like that, it's tough because of, it's a much smaller sample size. I'm sure it is, but still, the fact that any Heath Miller jerseys were selling in North the Dakota. The fracking boom led to a bunch of people moving in that area, and those people moving were Heath Miller fans. Like a bunch of big steel, like big time Steelers fans who weren't necessarily just going to go for the, the face of the franchise. They wanted the, the plucky tight end. I guess so. Who's not even their best tight end anymore. I'm kind of falling in love with them just explaining it. I no, like this I'm, kind of rags-to-rags rags story you're telling. <laughs> <laughs> all, all the more power get it rags-to-rags because rags, we're talking about jerseys and it works on different levels. 
The leading jersey sold to women with severe daddy issues was Aaron Hernandez. Ooh! Dick Sporting Goods reported that 70% of women who purchased Hernandez jerseys responded to the cashier's judgmental look by saying, I can fix him! I can and I will fix him! God, when am I going to find a lady hey, to fix hey, me? In fairness, I'm broken. He killed a man. Yeah. Allegedly killed a man. And Allegedly. that's going to be the last yeah. line of the Jezebel article written about this. <laughs> Last year's New York Knicks had, quote, bad energy, says Carmelo Anthony. Subheadline, they have great energy drinks due to smart sponsorship deals. Monster? Ooh. Red Bull? Red Bull. Red Monster. <laughs> <laughs> the New York Knicks finished last season with 37 wins, thanks in part to, quote, bad energy, according to star forward Carmelo Anthony. The energy is different this season, Anthony said. And that is one reason the team is off to a better start. The other potential reason is the team's adoption of titanium energy bracelets in practice. Oh, oh that's smart. Yeah. They should have crystals. They should work with crystals. Said Carmelo, I just think overall, not pointing anything out, but just overall from day one last year, the energy was not right. Plus, Mercury was in retrograde. Oh. He continues, this year you can just feel the total difference. Everyone has a newfound energy, so it's just a lot different now. Our locker room aromatherapy is finally on the right track. We use the essential oil of eucalyptus as well as a rose absolute. And I'm hmm. sure crystals. Oh, I think there I must think be some crystals. Maybe. At least one. While this could be helping, it's likely that hiring Phil Jackson has had something to do with the Knicks' better attitude. Yeah. Phil Jackson took over as team president in March. He overhauled the roster in the offseason and brought in both Ying and Yang. Good. Jackson traded away Tyson Chandler, former defensive player of the year, and Raymond Felton. The move was designed in part to, quote, change some of the chemistry of the Knicks, Jackson said. The other part of changing team chemistry involved an increased reliance on energy crystals to set up a positive energy grid that could block out evil spirits. I That's told you the there one would be had to be crystals. I told you there was crystals. At least I think she said her name was Crystal. Oh. <laughs> 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 Jackson also fired coach Mike Woodson, hired Derek Fisher, and brought in noted medium John Edwards so that players could communicate with dead loved ones and get advice from dead NBA greats. I thought John mm. Edwards was dead. Why else would his show not be around anymore? <laughs> so good. <laughs> We're not talking about the presidential candidate. Oh, oh, okay, never mind. Wait, you know the guy, his name was John Edwards. Crossing over with John Edwards. I've never seen their show. Joel, it's not on PBS. It's on regular person TV. <laughs> I, I also don't like shows about fake stuff. Your phone so. is old. <laughs> it's like a go-to now. Well, we're going to go We're gonna go to Carmelo once more for another quote because the dude said a lot of fucking shit about yeah. energy. As an organization, as a whole, the energy was just different last year from day one. We walked in here from day one from training camp. And media day, the energy was just different. Probably because of the harmonic convergence and exceptional planetary alignment of Saturn and Jupiter. He's right about ah, that. Yeah, that does make everything feel a little bit better. Said Phil Jackson, 9-11 was an inside job. Doctors are blocking the cure to cancer. Vampires are actually immune to garlic thanks to vaccines. Get the FDA out of my pantry. I believe in two of those. <laughs> and to find out which two, check our Twitter account. <laughs> Joining us now. Oh, oh fuck. God, I just looked at the production again. Okay. 
No, uh, I, uh, you I, haven't been introduced yet, Patrick Brandenburg. We have Patrick Brandenburg, award-winning uh, journalist, uh, yeah. grade A jerk off. He won some like penis body award. He he won an award that they don't give out anymore because print journalism's dead. Right, as it should be. It's named after some guy like a hundred years ago who yeah. was a bad guy in Newsies. Sherman and Peabody. All right, so all, all right, right, here I he can, is. He's got some garbage to say. I know that's why we're saying it. All right, Patrick, where Give are you? Report. What's your story? Uh, I come to you from the streets of Detroit, Michigan, a once okay. proud industrial city, still in the proud Midwest that has long since fallen upon hard times. Right, this yeah. is not news, Patrick. Right. Yeah, everyone knows this. Has this has been reported on ad nauseum. This isn't yeah. a recap report. This is a news report. But there are. What? Hints of hope as parts of Detroit are beginning to rebound and there's been a lot of outside investment in the city. Right, but What but does this have to do with sports? I was going to say, are you right? I'm, One I'm, area that's I'm great there. is the area by Ford Field. Thanksgiving Day game there coming up. Lions are playing. Absolutely. Very exciting. Hoorah. But it begs the question, are some of Detroit's harder-hit residents going to be taken with this wave of new investment in the city? No, it Talk begs about the question, sports. will Kelvin Johnson be healthy enough to yeah. play? That's, That's the, the question thing. One sport. This is a sports podcast. Speaking speaking of questions, guys, uh, I, I can't remember if it's specifically stipulated in my contract, but I was oh my the God. Greyhound bus here. From Tijuana. You are so unprofessional. What were you doing in Tijuana? Jesus I was, Christ. I was in Tijuana because I was trying to make my way back from Brazil where the World Cup was held. You're still talking about that? The World Cup was forever ago. This isn't a history we don't lesson. Even care, my Patrick. Is that you guys were going to be paying for transportation. This is so unprofessional of you. I don't know that it is. It I don't know how you won that penis body award. Can you tell us? Peabody. It's a Peabody yeah, Whatever. Award. And your Pulitzers or whatever. Look, just tell us, tell us a little bit about the Pulitzers. Law. How about, you know, Theo Riddick? Is he going to be seeing an increased yeah, workload for Lions? I'm sorry. I've, I've really just prepared a piece that's looking at the, the poverty in Detroit. Oh, my God. This is a sports Why podcast. Why people... tangential to the game, but it, it's, it's no, it is not tangential at all. issue in the host city. Oh, you know what? Let's hang up. Let's hang oh, up. I hate no, this I, no, I, really, I could really use One a chance. bus ticket more than... No. Good. He's hung up. He is terrible. The fucking worst. What do you kill him to do a sports story? I ask him sports questions. I get answers about poor people. Let's kill him. Okay, joining us on the podcast, one of our favorite guests, uh, guests the one and only Tubby Tom Trapp. Am I really a favorite? Hey, no, I'm, no, I'm no. Our favorite. no, you're not. Our, you're one our of our favorites. Yeah, you are the largest man, largest <sighs> golfer on the PGA Tour. Yep. And and we're told you don't want to be called Tubby anymore. I'm, you want to no. be. What, what do you want your new nickname to be, I Tom? I want to be called Svelte Tom Travis. I'll be honest, Tom, you're not Svelte. I want to be Svelte Tom Travis. Well, I think we we're don't like you to try, to try to enunciate a little bit I more, Tom. I want to be Svelte Tom Travis. I got to be honest with you. I feel like <sighs> your, your, your jowls are well, court so court much... A court-ordered You were court-ordered weight loss. I am court-ordered weight loss. Now I'm gonna, I lost three pounds. That's great. How about terrific From time? Where? Uh, yeah, let's sure. call me a thin thumb forever. Thin thumb. Thin Thomas. Thin Thomas forever. So we can keep on that makes so, me think of Thai food. You have, you have core <laughs> weight loss, but as we all know, we got Thanksgiving coming up. So yeah. A little bit like a turkey. <laughs> We got Thanksgiving coming up. He just popped up that, an entire chicken drumstick. It's the holiday season. It's the holiday season. It's, t- it's a tough time for anyone trying to lose weight. Well, yeah. wherever we drop, there's cookies, uh, there's <laughs> grease pans. 
Grease Grease Band's not a holiday tradition. I'm familiar. And there's eggnog filtered out with just the cream. I don't know if bacon is holiday specific, but bacon is. Have you heard of Saint Bick? Not a saint. Saint Bacon. <laughs> not a saint. Uh, he puts toys in stockings. <laughs> okay, well, if Saint Bacon, first of all, if Saint Bacon puts a, a toy in your stocking, please call the cops. I've got <laughs> no. Tips what are you kidding? If Saint Bacon's coming by, fuck Santa. I've got holiday weight loss tips for Thanksgiving. Yeah, all right, Tom. you have some you have some and recipes. even New Year's. Yeah, some recipes and some diet tips for Thanksgiving, Th- Christmas, and New Year's. Ding the next dong, eight weeks ding are dong, a Thanksgiving yeah. time. Okay. okay. Every time is a time for turkey and other treats like mashed potatoes and yams. I'm sorry, you said turkey, mashed potatoes, <laughs> gravy, and stuffing. I heard I, maybe cranberry was in there as well. Uh, Tom, Tom, Tom. Hey, Tom. 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 Thanksgiving is a time for gravy. It is. It yeah. is. Well, well gravy. little known fact that gravy is not great for you. So said the courts. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I recommend instead of using gravy, <laughs> take the little pan that's under a grill after you've had a whole day barbecue. Okay. You're talking about put the that side of a pan <laughs> and put some sprigs of lemongrass on it. Lemongrass um, is salad food. It's <laughs> literally just grease and lemongrass. And then eat the lemongrass. Okay, that's just lemongrass covered in fat. And then drink the grease. <laughs> <laughs> That, and that sounds like a delicious, yeah. healthy holiday option. All right, I'm, just, I'm a little surprised that you're ready to talk about gravy soon. So soon after the incident, I don't eat gravy I, anymore. Yeah, okay, you probably not after the incident. Yeah. Well, you probably shouldn't. <laughs> I, I'm remembering that we weren't going to talk about that. So we the won't. screams, <laughs> the horror. We we're not going to talk about it. Tom, part of your settlement was that you wouldn't, you wouldn't speak openly. It was sealed, and we cannot defame Home County Buffet. No, and we cannot speak of being, We, we hey, understand Tom, that. Uh, buddy, I'm going to eat it's these sprigs right, of buddy. lemongrass dipped in bacon grease. Where did those blah, blah, blah. even come from? Oh, I feel better. I've got energy because I'm eating healthy. All right, now it's hard because there's so many desserts at Thanksgiving, too. Oh, Christmas time is the time for cookies. <laughs> Christmas yeah. time, even St. Nick can't help but succumb to the holiday treats. A lot of sugar. Thus is jiggling belly full of sugar plum fairies. Okay. You should <sighs> not be eating sugar plum fairies. I want that's, that's true. Very, yeah, that's... The little known fact, not made of either sugar or plums. They're made of human skin and blood. <laughs> Wait, what? Don't eat them. I, I worry that we've gotten off message here, Tom. Don't eat the berries. <laughs> Oftentimes, people cook up a ham for the holidays. They do. Oh, oh outstanding. Oh, I love blah, blah, blah. a nice glazed blah, blah, blah. spiral cut. Blah, blah, blah. Tom, are you all right, Tom? Ah, Please, I'm come okay. back. That's a ham. He just coughed up a ham bone. <laughs> that was- Inside of Santa's stockings, he oftentimes puts in some candy treats. Yeah, like a yeah. candy cane, maybe? Yeah, maybe a candy cane. Maybe an entire chicken raw. You didn't need but a instead, raw chicken, did you? What I recommend is you take that chicken out of the socket. You take that chicken and you put it inside of the baking pan and put it at 350 degrees. Oh, roast chicken is actually a fairly healthy... And oh. then you surround it with broccoli... And carrots. Now we're talking. Yeah, that sounds like a chicken and roast. And then you take the broccoli and carrots and you cover it with chocolate milk. <laughs> and then you... That chocolate milk is full of calcium, little no I just good for your bones. 
Yes. Okay. And then maybe you put on top of it a little sprig of ham. (laughs) How much is a sprig of ham? That is a ham cut up into sprigs. (laughs) (laughs) On top of that ham, you put an entire two liter of Pepsi Cola. The what? official two liter of the holiday. I'm not sure <laughs> then on top of that, you take a baking grease from the top the bottom of a grill and you pour it all over the top. And then cover it in candy canes. So, it's a delicious and healthy cane. holiday baked chicken with vegetables. Tom, I don't, I don't want to come down hard on you, but it really feels like you've probably fallen off the wagon the court yeah. wanted you on. We'd really hate for you to have to go to prison. I think the court wanted you on a certain path, and I feel like with that last piece of advice, you've, you've strayed from that path. New like, Year's Eve is a time for fatty appetizers. Yeah, it uh, is. Oftentimes, people will give you stuffed bacon stuffed with more bacon. <laughs> oh, wait, what? <laughs> stuffed bacon stuffed with more what other bacon. What are you going Stuffed, stuffed with whiskey. How is this stuffed with sadness, and then another stuffing of grease. Okay. And uh, then you put Crisco on the top, and then you put... Crisco's grease. Let's be clear. <laughs> then you maybe put a ham. Grease. Yeah. But that's maybe not what you ham? have to eat if you want to be svelte like Swell Tom Travers. Mm. Or Thin Tom Travers. <laughs> I gotta be honest, Tom. It does not sound like the diet's going well. <laughs> then you have to put a more on the like step one should probably be no longer consuming entire two liters of pop. Maybe you should start with a... Uh, rum and Diet Coke. Okay, that actually sounds Could like do a lot zero worse. calories. Well, no, well, liquor has a lot of calories. Yeah, in alcohol also slows your metabolism. You decide to put a lemon inside, and then the lemon gives you citrus, which is a good. Thing. Okay, yeah, that's perfectly fine. I love very healthy three tapers. Um, I, I must say, I, I don't think any of this is very healthy. <laughs> That's healthy. Hey, because hey, you're hey listen, the, the, the diet coke If you want the ladies to kiss you after midnight, <laughs> you have to be a little healthy. Those golfer babes aren't going to go after you if they think you're the fat guy at a party. <laughs> What about what about New Year's Day, Tom, when you're watching all those great football games? Oh, yes, New Year's Day. Then? You've got your greasy lady in bed with you naked, covered in the grease that's on the bottom of a grill, heated, of course, so that she doesn't be full of sticky goo. And she goes, baby, maybe we should have breakfast. Maybe we should have pancakes. This is still her talking. And then I say, no. Okay. I'm Thin Thom and instead, what we're going to do is have a delicious bowl of wheat Wheaties. A sensible choice. Yes, some Tom. soy milk. There you go, Very And on top of that... Uh-oh. On no. Top of, on top of usually... On top of that, you maybe put some raisins. Oh, okay, there we go. Nature's and candy. And maybe you cut up some fresh strawberries. Oh, right. put it on top of that. Lots of antioxidants and berries. And mm. then you put a human baby like I ate an old country buffet. Tom, uh, Tom, Tom no, 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 you're not the allowed entire, to talk about I thought that no, it was a chicken. 
Tom Baby with a chicken. Tom, don't send me back to jail. I'm a sexy piece of meat in jail. They're just gonna take me. They're gonna take me. No, Tom, heat up that grease and start to stick to your pretty lady. You put that much gravy on anything, it's gonna taste like food. Take a nap. Just lay down. I think you should. God, it's. Is Tuppy Tom Travers getting laid more often than I am? I think he is. He's a Four times athlete. a year. Four different ladies. I'm not going to comment as to whether or not that's <laughs> more than me. Uh, thank you, Tom. Thanks, I Tom. Hope, uh, things go well <laughs> over the holidays. We're going to have to edit this stuff out about the baby. For you, the listeners of Sports 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 Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I personally recommend a wonderful book called The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. Joel saw the movie. He said that it was okay. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork for your free audiobook. And now it's time for another Weird Sportsman! Weird Sportsman. Who do we got this week? This week's Weird Sportsman, Fionipides. Oh! I mean, uh, who's Fionipides? Fionipides was previewed last week. He two, was. Two, two, weeks, two weeks, weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, Jordan. Was, and that's, I went ding, and a light bulb appeared above my head. And then I went, oh, God, ghosts. And then I went, you know what? He could be a weird sportsman. Ar- arguably not a sportsman as much as a messenger. Fionipides, hero of ancient Greece, is a central figure in the story that was the inspiration for a modern sporting event, the marathon. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was really hoping it was going to be the inspiration for Mighty Ducks. Yeah. <laughs> no, Jim Bernstein, no, you're screenwriter, thinking, is the inspiration for Mighty Ducks. You're thinking of Cleodipides. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, he is said to have run from, uh, from Marathon to Athens to deliver news of a military victory against the Persians. Yep. Yep. The story. The first recorded account showing a courier running from Marathon to Athens to announce victory is from within Lucian's prose on the first use of the word joy as a greeting in a slip of the tongue in greeting. I didn't what? follow any of yeah, that. I I did not not a slip of the tongue in greeting is the name of the story. It was the first use of the word joy written by Lucian. Oh, like the first ever recorded use of the word joy. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Pheodipides, the one who acted as a courier, this is part of the book now. I'm reading part of the book. Okay. Pheodipides, the one who acted as a courier, is said to have used it first in our sense when he brought the news of victory from Marathon and addressed the magistrates in session when they were anxious of how the battle had ended. Ooh. Joy to you! We've won! He said. And there, and then, he died. Breathing his last breath with the words, Joy to you! That's what he said. Yeah. He invented a word and then died. You know, Oprah ran a marathon and she didn't die. Yeah, yeah. Oprah ran a marathon an hour faster than I did. It's a you know what? I think she caught a cab halfway. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. She was very overweight. <laughs> she, I don't buy it. She had people uh, so carrying her on a seat. A yeah. 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 But uh, here's the thing. This is always what, what's amazed me about this story. He, uh, he's just telling them they won. 
You know, like if they get that news a day late, yeah. it's, it's not like, oh, the Persians are coming. It's not a Paul Revere moment here. Right. The guy could have maybe taken a quick break so he didn't die at the end of the it. The news yeah. of the victory, not important. Yeah, right. not pressing per se. Or he could have said like, oh, oh, they could have said like, oh, did my brother survive? And then he's like, oh, and then died. <laughs> and they're like, oh, no, I'm not going to know. For a while. Maybe he, was, maybe he was playing dead because he totally blanked in getting news of the senator's brother. It could have been. <laughs> He's just it's like, like, oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, my oh. heart. It hurts. I'm dead. Just <laughs> walk away. I'm dead just, now. <laughs> Well, he says he's dead. Let's go invent math. <laughs> <laughs> the modern use of the word dates back to uh, Philippides, the dispatch runner. Bringing the news of Marathon, he found the Archeon seated. In suspense regarding the issue of the battle, joy, we win, he said, and died upon his message. Breathing the last word, joy. That was another uh, interpretation of the same story. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. And it seemed like the same interpretation of the same story. Yeah. Yeah, it that's was. That well, like. I shouldn't have read that. If it comes from multiple sources, I feel like we can we can probably now be a little more confident that it's closer to... I mean, when you're talking about ancient history like this, it's really difficult. Yeah, to yeah I guess so. <laughs> if you want to work it down that way. Yeah. Uh, the traditional story relates that Pheidippides... 300 or 530 BC to 490 BC only lived he was 40 years old and ran a marathon it's pretty impressive right <laughs> and the first marathon yeah exactly he'd never run that far before he'd probably only run like a half a mile presumably like, given that he died yeah, people didn't to run catch back a young then. boy it right? was just all, like if well, you ran it was because you were in a hurry Right. There's or a lion is chasing you. That, that the human body actually developed the way it did because we were persistence hunters back in the day. That we couldn't like, you couldn't take down a deer in one try. But if you chased it for like three days, but and persistence it out. hunter sounds a lot like to me like speed walker in a mall in winter. Yeah, because if you just said like kind of. hunter hunter, I'd be like, oh, he runs. Persistent yeah. hunter, just to be like, you know, slow and steady wins the race. Yeah, but that's kind of the idea. The doctor said like, I should come to the mall and walk in the winter. Yeah, good yeah. for my old ticker. It's true. Pheidippides was an Athenian herald, or hernerodrome, <laughs> translated as day runner, day courier, runner. one way, uh, also translated as professional running courier, or day long runner. It's what herald. I guess, or Herald or Sounds like they don't have a great grasp on ancient Greek. No, they're just like, like, every single uh, scholar is just like, no, I think it's day-long yeah, runner. They have different opinions. Like, it means something. That there's day in there, and there's something about like running. But Yeah. He was sent to Sparta to request help when the Persians landed at Marathon, Greece. He ran about 240 kilometers or 150 miles in two days. Wait, Wait a what? Second. So how yeah. does the twenty six point two? He then ran forty kilometers or twenty five miles from the battlefield near Marathon to Athens. So he ran a lot. Okay, before so that. before he ran and died to give the news of the win, he was he ran how he many miles just booked in like two days? One hundred and fifty miles. I take it back. Okay, guys. now I feel kind yeah. of like an asshole. So yeah. he had run the one hundred fifty miles, delivering important. news. I mean, news. we're still not wrong. Yeah, like and still he, the news. He was a pack a day smoker. <laughs> so that doesn't help. Like at that point, it's you know that's a miracle. It was sort of one. a point of pride for him. And How a lot of far were we like... from domesticating horses at this point? 
They, they were they, they were, were horses. horses. <laughs> what the fuck? You're on a horse, <laughs> he dude. didn't have one. Yeah. He didn't have a horse to ride also, on. Also, the the mountainous terrain of Greece. I imagine not giving your messenger a horse is a systematic failure yeah. of the Greek army. Not there, I one said made by good old USA. <laughs> and that well, brings an end to another weird sportsman. Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings to the close of the sports. 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 Podcast. Before we go, we are going to give you three pieces of our contact information. Yes, we're only doing three from now on. Assemble the puzzle yourself at home. We're holding back some of our awesome contact information. Yeah, let's okay, do a shout be out. be aware. You're getting it's behind the paywall. Yeah, tip of the iceberg here, folks. Shout out to one of our sponsors, Sue.co. That's T-S-U dot co. There is some sort media of legal site. site? Oh, no, they're right, a social okay. media site. Uh, that pays you to do status updates and stuff. Holy crap. So it's like sue.co slash... That is a fucked up business model. Yeah. No, you can it's sign not. up through sue.co slash sports number three podcast. That's tsu.co slash sports the number right. three podcast. If you sign up through that, you make money, we make money. So it's like Facebook that doesn't fuck you. Right. It's, it's a right. symbiotic exactly. relationship. Yeah. Symbiotic relationship. Supposed to Facebook who fucks you and takes money from you. They give you. you a third of the ad revenue generated from your posts. It's That's a great deal. Fucking and awesome. then they also pay us. Everyone you should be it. on sue.co. So uh, sign up for it. Start I posting. It Start inviting people. Yeah, it's, yeah, it really helps us out as a podcast. We don't make any money for doing this, so if we appreciate people were that. Smart, we're smart. We're rich from doing this. Biggest. We're independently wealthy. That's true. <laughs> uh, you can also find us on Twitter by going to twitter.com/sports3podcast. Uh, while you're there, please like send us a note. Just say hey, we appreciate it. Or you can find us on Stitcher Radio, Stitcher.com. Uh, download the app and search for Sports Number Three Podcast because Stitcher has been great to us. They retweet us all the time. We really appreciate you, Stitcher. All right, God. Now that the podcast is over, did you guys read some of the court transcripts from the Tubby Tom Travers oh, trial? Unbelievable! Unbelievable! Oh my Nightmares. God! I can't even. And he just he kept referring to gravy over and over again, like it would be some explanation for why you would eat an entire. Even the bones. I don't think you wait, can say no, this. Can't no, say, you, can't wait, say, what's that red light? Are we still nope. recording? Yeah, we can't say oh, that. Oh shit! Say that. Oh, oh shit! We're not allowed oh, to say anything. Oh, lights oh. off! Lights off! You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.